This week on Inside This week on Inside Motorsport, we speak with Mike Henry about his life and times in four parts where we look at his time with HRT and HSV and then on into Formula One land. I hope you'll stay with us for part one. Tony Whitlock and I'm this week joining Michael Henry and Richard Badui in their workshop based out in... Dandenong. Dandenong. And I've known Mike Henry for probably 20 something years uh, and Richard sort of similar time. Um, and we're going to be talking mostly about uh, Michael's background as to where he got to where he is today. Apart from anything else, he's the uh, caretaker of a 15, 14 year old daughter uh, called Summer, who features largely in his life and everything revolves around what she needs and what she's going to get. 100%. So Michael, now I want to start with your background as to where you started from. So uh, I'm a Melbourne boy. Uh, I lived in um, Nunawading when we were born, moved to Glenway, but eventually to Mulgrave. So we were close to Sandown and, uh, and I remember uh, when I was sort of eight or nine um, watching, uh, I think it was Oran Park, uh, black and white telly and Brocky and the A9X and it, it grabbed my attention and that was probably the beginning of it really. Um, and you were six or seven you say? About eight I reckon, nine right. somewhere around then. Yeah. Um, had a couple of beers since then so I can't fully remember <laughs> but you know close enough. Rest assured it was black and white telly so uh, but it was an A9X so um, probably get close to working it out. Um, but uh, we were in Mulgrave and um, high school was uh, in Police Road in Mulgrave, which is not far from Sandown, and you used to be able to hear him practising. So uh, in those days, uh, HTT used to use that as a test track, and uh, I'd hear him. So um, I'd generally find myself wagging the last period of school and jump on my push bike and ride down to Sandown, lock the bike the fence, jump over the fence and watch them running around there. So that was sort of where it began. So that's a romance of it. You, you liked what it was and what you saw. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Did you have any connection though, with it? At that point, no. Um, probably the other thing that had, uh, you know, and it's good for the the uh, toy companies. I got um, uh, earlier. I'd been given a scale electric set for um, Christmas one year. Mum and Dad got it, or Santa got it for us. I think it was called the GT40. So it had two Ford GT cars in it, and uh, and it came with a book. And the book had all the models and various bits and pieces. And I remember flicking through that endlessly. <laughs> And, uh, and I remember that, so the one thing I remember from that very much was Ronnie Peterson and I looked at, for whatever reason, I liked that car. So uh, I sort of had had a bit of a thing for Formula One as well from that, really. And in those days, we got so little coverage of it in Australia. But, um, but I remember seeing him on, when he died, I remember that coming on the news and was devastated. You know, that was... Yeah. It was, yeah, really a, one of those things that's the first time I've realised how serious it really all was, I guess. But hey, Even the colours on your shirt reflect uh, Ronnie Peterson. That's by luck. Oh, <laughs> yellow and blue. No, but, no. But yes. <laughs> yeah, no, this goes down to the bloke that did the logo for us. Oh, I Hats off where credit's due. A bloke, right. called, well, a bloke called Chris Lacey sorted out the logo for okay. us. Okay. And, uh, that's, a, and that, that's pertinent because that's a, uh, he comes from a Speedway family. So. Yep. Um, once I'd started watching motorsport and become interested in it, you know, it was footy, cricket and motor racing was really where it was 
And, you know, in those days, all Aussie kids were into sport. Brothers and sisters? Have a sister, yep. yep. Uh, she's not really into racing at all. And she's younger? A little bit younger, yep, a yep. couple of years. Uh, so, yeah, so my mum and my parents are divorced and my mum spent a period of time in a relationship with a guy called Frank Lacey uh, who came from a Speedway family. Yep. And so I was about oh, 11 or 12 and uh, Frankie took us out to what was the Melbourne Speed Bowl. This and, isn't all bad. Oh, it's fantastic, yeah. And uh, so I saw my first sprint car race and... Uh, that was literally a life-changing moment. It was just something else. It was uh, awesome. And um, around that time, that um, Frank's brother, Nip, and uh, his son, Brett, started racing. So and at the time, Frank was working for a guy called John Sidney. So as probably most of your listeners will know who John is, or those that are older of us, I guess. Um, so I used to hang out at John's place. So he's was... like a great uncle, is he? Sort of, yeah. yeah. It's uh, He's a great bloke. Um, angry bloke. Him and... Neil Burns hang out a bit these days and yeah. watching that married couple together is quite, <laughs> quite funny. Um, but, you know, I grew up with, I remember as a kid, the poster on my wall was uh, the old, that last of the Big Bangers poster that when uh, Brocky had the VK, the yep. last VK in those days. So, uh, and and they one of the posters they did, they had the whole team on the wall or on the poster. So on my wall was Burnsy and Marty Watt and, you know, Mort and all those sorts of people. So they... I knew I didn't have enough money to go driving, even when I was about 12, I think, but um, uh, I wanted to go car racing. And so those bikes were really my heroes, I guess, was, you know, we all wanted to see Brocky win, but I do remember thinking, when I grow up, I want to build engines, and and Neil Burns, he's Brocky's engine bloke, so he's a guru. So um, hopefully he is this, so I can take the mick out of him later. But, um, yeah, so I grew up with that, really, and, and so then it was Speedway for a long time. Um, when I was uh, 16, I started an apprenticeship as a mechanic, at a Holden dealer, so uh, I was Where read. Uh, Jeff Brady Holden in Glen Waverley, yep. and uh, I was, I guess I was. That was a walk to work, uh, walk to home, and. Oh, not quite close enough on the on my push bike, you know. Yep. Yeah, off you go, lad. Yep. Get on your bike. Um, so we were okay. That was fine. Um, yeah, so it was uh, a Holden dealership. Uh, loved car racing. Was red and red and red, and you know, that filth on the blue side. You didn't want anything to do with them, and. And I grew up with it. Uh, one of the guys I, I went to trade school with raced midgets. So uh, I'd been hanging around with, with Brett and uh, Nip and their sprint cars, making a nuisance out of myself for years. Um, Picking up something along the way? Oh, definitely. You know, I remember the first job they gave me, I'd been annoying them long enough that they went, give him something to do, just get him out of the way. And that, so I had to change a front tyre. And uh, in those days, it was, you know, no tyre machine, so I had to do it by hand. Yeah. So I had the bead breaker and uh, and it took me ages. <laughs> Probably took me two hours to get this tyre on. And then I put it on backwards. So it was, you know, the, the, right, thanks, mate. Off you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I met a guy at trade school, a guy called Shane Smith, and, and his family, uh, his dad, Eric Smith, had been a midget racer forever. So um, I joined them as my first race team, really. Um, and we went midget racing for years. I did... I did Quite a good few years with them. And, and what and, size engine is that? Uh, we, God, this is showing my age. Eric's car, uh, the first year I did it was just Eric in the car and uh, and one car and it had a grey motor. Uh, oh, but we right. are still talking the 80s, but yes. there were the odd old ones still around. Yep. Uh, but the following year we went to two cars with Shane and Eric driving and, um, and they were rotaries. So in those days, I think the um, Sesco... It was one, uh, yeah, so the, the Volksy thing and, uh, and yep. Rotaries were the, yep. the go. So, um, 
Uh, yeah, so we were rotaries, which was cool. So we did that for a few years, went all over the country, you know, every state in Australia we went to at one point and or another. at the same time, you're still doing your apprenticeship? Yeah, still doing my apprenticeship. So, you know, that sad sack of racing, we'll race for food. So all week working on cars and all weekend working on cars and you just didn't do anything else, you just went racing. That's, yep. that's what it is. Yep. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, so we, we did that uh, about halfway through my apprenticeship. Uh, I was lucky enough to be offered a job at HDT working for Brocky, and one of my colleagues, a guy called Kent Hill, who's a great mate. Uh, he, yep, he'd gone to well, Bertie Street. Yep. Um, and uh, and through his contacts there, they offered me a job. Uh, old Jeff Brady wouldn't sign me over, uh, so I was stuck in an apprenticeship, which was fair enough, I guess, in hindsight. And as luck would have it, 12 months later, HDT went under or you know had their issues. I think they went on for a few years, but the whole Holden thing had fallen apart then. And within 12 months of that, uh, the Mad Scotsman, some Mad Scotsman came along and with an idea of starting this thing called Holden Special Vehicles, and they were just around the corner from from uh, where I was doing my apprenticeship. The right side of Melbourne. The, very much the right side of Melbourne, for me anyway. And uh, and my mate Kent had uh, had a little bit of involvement with them as they were sort of the all the bits and pieces that were sort of falling out of the death of HDT. I think old Mick Webb was doing a bit of stuff and I think there was somebody else and, and also obviously the, this new Walkinshaw thing, whoever that was, and in those days none of us knew any really anything about him. So I got a phone call to uh, come and paint the floor and um, so I did that and that's where HSV started. All right, we'll continue on shortly with Michael Henry talking about his days joining what was become HSV? That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.